Welcome to Go Simcha, the podcast that takes you on an in-depth approach to the Jewish music, entertainment, and Simcha world. Now, here's your host, Zisha Littman. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Go Simple, the podcast. We had so much fun recording the episode, um, but it couldn't have been done without the help of our sponsor, Karen Simchas and Vakalis. We're going to take a minute to hear a little bit more about them. The following episode of Go Simple the Podcast is proudly sponsored by Karen Simplis Chassan Vikala. Karen Simplis Chassan Vikala was founded over 25 years ago and is based in Brooklyn, New York. KSCVK helps widows, orphans, and people who are in dire need of marrying off a child. Working through their network of vendors, KSCVK ensures that every wedding is just as special as the next. Run by world-renowned party planner Devorah Benjamin, KSCVK takes care that each wedding is as elegant as the next one, ensuring dignity and class through every wedding that they put on. To donate to KSCVK, please visit their website, kscvk.org, today. That's kscvk.org, and help make someone's wedding special. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another cool episode of Go Simple, the podcast. Baruch Hashem, we're up to episode number 28, um, and, and keep going strong. This week we finally tracked down it. We finally tracked him down. We're finally able to get him on the show. Grab him on. Grab him on here. I know he's pretty busy. Um, usually, almost every single day. Um, Baruch Hashem, busy is good. Um, and I'd like to welcome the the famous Mordechai Shapiro on our show. Morty, welcome aboard to Go Simple the podcast. It's a pleasure to have you on board with us today. I know, like I said, we've been trying to grab you for a while, man. But like, yeah, it's all yes, yes. Welcome. Thank you very much. It's great to be here. I'm excited. You know, it's been anticipated for a little bit, but you know, the longer we wait, the greater it is, you know? There you go. There you go, my friend. So Morty, what's going on? How's things out? How's things by you? How's, how's your music? I mean, it, you're, I was actually listening to some of your stuff today and it always puts me in a good mood. And then when I watch your videos, like you're, you got, you got those killer dance moves, man. And it just, it just, it always Thank puts you. you in a good mood. So how how did this all that's begin? great that, that's what's up that's my number one goal um i mean we'll we'll go back to where i started but my number one goal is just positivity good vibes um bringing joy you know there's a lot of different types of music and different genres there's more you know there's emotional there's sad there's happy there's dance there's you know there's a million types but right. my general uh, common denominator is just positive energy, bringing people joy. Um, you know, through all, obviously I have some slow songs, right? And I have some, you know, but but especially in my videos, I just want to bring good vibes and good feelings to uh, as many people as I can. That's that's the ultimate goal. Yeah, that's um, awesome, man. You know, and and through that, people can hopefully connect and. Uh, and, and and only grow in their in their Yiddishkeit or in, in their connection with God in, in you know whatever way they can but just bringing good vibes is, is the goal uh, it started way back when I was uh, a little boy I joined the Miami Boys Choir when I was like seven years old um, wow. with my, my older brother Duby who was 10 I was just eight um, I was maybe seven when I tried out and Yerachamil Begun was hesitant to allow me to join because he said you're so little and my you know we were driving in from Muncie which was a, a huge trip but my mother right. was very committed and she told you I'm going to be going listen it's it's two it's two of them or it's none of them 
<laughs> I wanted my older brother to be. So he said, you know what, I'll take them both. And uh, that's where it all started. I mean, you know, within my journey in the choir, I, I, we were traveling all over the world and we were performing for, for big crowds and, and it was a tremendous experience. And since then, I mean, I knew in one way or another that music was going to be a big part of my life. Um, I didn't know exactly to what, um, you know, to what level, but I, I always wanted, I, I always had a very serious passion for singing and music. And I'm blessed to be able to do what I love every day. That's pretty awesome. And and this is like your full-time thing though, right? I mean, aside from putting out your albums, like it seems like from what, from what I see online, like this is like your full-time thing. Like you're, you're, you're doing, you're doing weddings like all day, every day kind of thing, right? Yeah. So, I mean, albums is definitely included in the full-time very much. It's, it's full-time. I mean, the last five years I was teaching music at a local, uh, Jewish day school here called Hank Hebrew Academy of Nassau County. Oh, you're was, in five towns. Yeah, in the five towns. Well, it's actually in, in West Hempstead. Right. Near the five towns. Um, and that was a tremendous experience. Loved working with kids. Loved teaching. Um, and it just got a little overwhelming. So this is my first year that I'm not there anymore. Just between traveling and studio work and, and managing myself. Um, oh, wow. It just was too overwhelming, so I had to uh, I had to say goodbye. But yeah, it's full time now. That's really amazing. Not a lot. It's it's interesting, you know. We've had we've we've sat down with nearly thirty people, nearly thirty of your contemporaries on the show, and and not a lot of them can say that they do this full time. Like not a lot of them can say that this is their career. You know, and it, it's yes, it's quite fascinating. Because like, you know, in, in the non-Jewish world, in the secular world, like someone's a musician, someone's an artist, this is what they do. This is their job. But in our world, it's like, this is kind of like a side thing for a lot of, for a lot of, a lot of your contemporaries, you know, like this is a side thing. This is like, you know. Right. Well, I think you'd be surprised. I mean, in the secular world, there's such a massive market. You have right. obviously many that are, that are the lucky, the lucky ones with the blessed that are that are, you know, able to do this full time. You have many that are, right. I mean, I've done, you know, I, I, I'm trying to think of when or how I've connected with some secular singers. I don't really have much connection, but I, I've, I've heard from some bands that have worked with some of these secular uh, singers that a lot of them, you know, really try to sing at night and try to pursue this dream, but they have to work during right. the day to make ends meet, you know? So it's the same hustle. So, you know? It's uh, the same. It's the same thing. Interesting. Yeah. But it's very interesting. But no, I think it's really cool. Like, can I hear you know to be able to do this, do what you love, and be and be involved with it on a constant basis? You mentioned you taught music. So that means like you actually you're more than a singer. You like you 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 know like what exactly were you teaching? Like theory and all sorts of other things. I happen to be a musician myself. I, I play a number of different nice. instruments. So I, I, Right. So I play piano and guitar and this was more children, um, you know, it was younger grades that taught like kindergarten through sixth grade. So not much theory, although I know theory, it, it wasn't, this wasn't a uh, theory class. This was more just uh, Jewish music appreciation, if you will. Um, I hear that. You know, just teaching them the, the, the oldies and the goodies and, and, and the new, con, you know, contemporary and, uh, you know, I had a choir there, which was a little bit, uh, a little more sophisticated with harmonies and, 
and um, and we put on some shows for the school and for the parents. It was great. It was really it was really special. That that's really cool. And it must have been great to have these kids come, these guys come into your class and be, and get, like be, tell their friends like, hey, guess who my music teacher is? Mordecai Shapiro. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> Definitely. Um, I mean, I, I, I hope it was cool for them. Um, I think they got used to it after a bit, you know, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't as cool. You know, they quickly were able to, uh, misbehave in class. They weren't, they weren't awed by, uh, by the Mordecai Shapiro thing for, for too much, you know, time, right. but, uh, but yeah, it was a great experience. That's really funny. Now, now I mentioned before, like when we started talking, you got you got some killer dance moves. What's up with that? Like you, you, you are a very you're you're one of the you're one of the most popular entertainers in 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 this industry, both for your singing, but also like your dancing. Every video you're, you're always dancing, and I've seen some of your videos. Like you, some of your videos, you 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 really got those moves. So what's up with that? How how do you get how do you how do you right. find that? You know, it's a, it's an interesting question. I don't know if I've ever like been asked that question. Um, I mean, I've been told people appreciate, you know, some of the moves, but how did I come up with the move? I mean, I don't know. I guess I was just born. I'm, I'm, I come from a very uh, lively, fam- a very musical family, first of all. Both of my parents sing. My father and my mother sings opera. My father wow. is, uh, you know, has been, has been, leading uh you know Russianian Kipper for the last uh 30 plus years or longer maybe um and I'm the youngest of seven we all sing we got a lively family um and I guess I was just born with it I guess um you know I I like to dance I like to move I like to have fun and I try to portray that in my videos and when I'm when I'm performing I just want to give off that positive energy and and I want to bring a good time to wherever I am. So I try to make sure I can, I can do that. Nice. Well, it, it definitely has a tremendous effect. I'll tell you, my, my kids love your songs. My kids love your music. Like they're always like, sometimes my kids will come home and they'll start singing like Yachad and, and some of your other songs. And even my three-year-old, like she belts it out the top for lungs. It's like the cutest thing. And she, and, but it's so clear. Like my kids love your music and it, 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 it yeah. Listen, when when you when you produce good when you produce good music and and people love it and you give off that, those good vibes, it 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 really like goes with everybody. But no, like I said, like your dancing is fun. Like in that one video you did, you had a couple one of those videos that you were you were work it you were just doing all your dance moves and it was fun. It was cute. Um, and it might be lecha the one the lecha. Yes, yes it was lecha. It was it was lecha. Yeah, that was cool. I actually recorded. Yeah, yeah, that was fun. I, I actually did that one at Hank. That's where I used to teach. So, nice. Um, yeah, we did it like in the classrooms and around the school. Yeah, it was, it was fun. It was fun. Nice. That is really, that is really, really fun. Um, as, as I can say, regarding like your music, your style, you, you, your styles of music, I, I've listened to a number of your albums, a number of your, your stuff, and some of the recent stuff that you've been putting out, I, I've noticed it kind of has like that 1950s style doo-wop music to it. You know, I'm talking about with the horns and the and the bass and like the way you you the way the style of the music. Any any particular reason why you wanted to go back to that genre, to back that era with some of your songs, like Lecha, and then a few other other songs kind of have that style to it as well. Right. Yeah, it happens to be on my last album. Lecha has that kind of vibe, and a song called Hashem Alech, which is also 
very right. uh, built heavily around the horns and that old school kind of feel. Um, I don't know. It's, it's kind of, I guess it's, it, it, you know, it's, it's come back a little bit, you know, to, to redo. Uh, I mean, styles always come back, whether it's in right. music or whether it's in fashion or whether it's in, uh, you know, people are wearing tight clothing again, which, which we haven't done since uh, like the seventies. <laughs> but uh, you know, it, it's, it's, it's coming back, you know, people are obviously in a, today kind of way you have to revamp it and and you know you can't just put out a really old-fashioned 1950s kind of track but but you make 1950s and bring it and update it to today you know it's it's got a cool uh it's got a cool kind of feel and yeah. I, I i mean i i'm connected to many types of music i really do love music from the 50s and really every decade right. um you know 60s 70s um not so much the 80s. And I don't know. I guess the 80s. I'm trying to think what's good in the 80s. Well, it, Nothing. I mean, Jewish music or secular music? Um, eh, both. I mean, oh, no, in the Jewish music world, there was there was definitely a lot of good stuff that came out in the 80s. But um, Yeah, Jewish music, you have, you know, Miami Boys Choir had a lot of crushing songs in the 80s. You had Freed and MBD. Yeah. Um, you know, and in terms of secular, I don't know. I have to yeah. think back. Put my 80s hat on. Yeah, no, nothing, nothing so special in the '80s, um, <laughs> but that's okay. Um, no, I, I, I totally, I'm, I'm totally with you on that one. Styles always coming back. Styles always change. You got to reinvent it. You got to make it. You got to bring that sound out. Um, and it, it's cool. Your, 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 your talents really show when it comes to that. Like I, I can see it within your songs, the way your songs are composed, and and the and the creativity behind your videos. Like you really have that. You have that hush there and it's 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 incredible um i did notice that you you are you do put out a lot of music videos um some 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 other guys are not so into music videos some are not but, but i noticed that you do put out a lot of music videos and it seems like you enjoy doing that so what's up with that you what what's your what's yes your it's definitely that? uh over the last year i mean since my album came out it's funny because you know a couple of years ago I really was was opposed to the whole just putting out singles, even right. though in the secular world I know they do that a lot, but in our world it was really just people put out albums. I mean I believe in albums too. You know you can't just put out singles. Right. You need albums to show that you're serious and you're committed and you're spending the money and you're putting out this big, this piece of you know this production, and um, you know when you put out an album somebody can just take the whole album and pick it apart and pick their favorite songs it's not just one little song you right. know that they that they're judging it's a whole piece and it's a journey and it's a story and you got your fast songs and your slow and your wedding and your and your sad song and your emotion you know and um your dance song um but a couple of years ago i was not a huge fan of the whole single thing because a it's kind of hard to make money on one single because people just like download it from YouTube. We put it on YouTube and mm. you know, yeah. So I used to just focus, I would put out like a, like my album and then, you know, one music video or two, but more recently I, f I found that YouTube is just the, like the biggest, big, the, you know, the, 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 the greatest way for people to find music. I mean, people, parents, you know, and, and, and children are on YouTube and and they're looking for Jewish music and Jewish videos for their kids to watch, you know, good kosher entertainment. Right. And I've just found, you know, basically since I put out Machar, 
Oh yeah. I remember when I was planning when I was planning all these music videos and I was very nervous because a music video needs time. It needs time to obviously some music videos go viral, some you know are gradual, some don't do well. Uh right. I mean Baruch Hashem, I mean all, the ones that I've all put out have, have all done well, Leanne Hart, but I'm saying in general um, you know, there's always a risk to putting out a video, you know, if it'll go well, if it'll be received well. And I remember planning, I had Machar coming out at the end of last summer. And then I was working with an organization, Yachat. Oh, and, yeah. uh, you know, we were working together on this song and, and this video. And I remember that, you know, they were telling me they needed to come out before, before X time. And I said, but, but Machar is coming out at the end of the summer. And they said, we want this to come out right after Sukkot. And I was like, it's crazy. I'm gonna have two music videos within two months, and I think it was like the, it was the, it was the best thing I, I ever did in retrospect, you know, um, because both of them took off like wildfire, and it just gave me such a strong presence on YouTube. Uh, and then two months later, I actually put out another one because I was working with my school that I used to be teaching at, the, you know, Hank, right, um, and they were uh, they were funding you know, a video, uh, this, this next video, uh, Lecha, and they wanted it to come out at a certain time. So within six months, I put out three videos, which is unheard of. It's completely that, unheard of. That's amazing. Uh, hey, that's amazing. Yeah. And wow. it just gave me a lot of content on YouTube and a lot of people that won't necessarily go to a Judaica store and buy, buy albums or that won't necessarily go on iTunes and buy albums. Everybody's on YouTube. Right. Everybody's looking for kosher, you know Jewish music videos so it was um it ended up working out well and then I put out a couple more after that I had my song friends yeah um which is I mean I was gonna ask so you about, to that. about that yeah I was actually gonna ask you about that because one it's a great song it's a really great song and you did it with my buddy mayor mayor k um and yeah. he's always he's always a trip and a half and it, it said it was dedicated to somebody in memory of somebody. What's up with that? What's the story behind the video? So I always wondered that and I'm happy I yeah, got you on the so, show because I wanted to ask you about that. Yeah. So, um, one of my best friends since childhood, his name was Chaim Kaznet, uh, from Muncie. We went to high school together and we were basically, um, like brothers since high school. Um, he went to the army. I was learning in yeshiva in Israel, but we hung out all the time. We both came back to America. We hung out all the time. Um, very, very close friends. And he took um, recently, I mean, this is, um, he took uh, a trip. He wanted to travel and see the world. And uh, unfortunately, he was, he was nifter. He drowned oh. in um in an, in an ocean in Goa, India. Oh, wow. Um, he was he drowned in a riptide. Oh, wow. And it was, it was, it was, it was devastating. Me and my wife, um, you know, who also knew him, we had him over at the house all the time. Um, it was, yeah, it was just, it was tragic uh, for his family, for all of his friends. He was an amazing person. And I, um, one of my, you know, my main video guy that's done basically all of my videos, Shimmy Sokol. Mm -hmm. um, not exactly sure when he, he suggested this, but I told him, you know, we got to start thinking about our next video plan. And he, and he said, why don't you go on a road trip with your friend? 
and everything kind of just came together. Um, I thought it was an amazing idea. A, to go on a trip with my friends, and B, to make a video out of it and a song out of it. Um, you know, just a really feel-good kind of song, driving song, fun, good energy, uh, summer vibes. And I felt that it would be, you know, incredible if I can dedicate the song to uh, to Heim's memory. So I was I was I was able to do that. And you know, obviously the road trip was amazing. I went with a bunch of my best friends. Um, we planned two jam-packed days of uh, of activities and uh, and good times. Mayor K also came, and. And thank God that the people are loving the song. And uh, that's the story with friends, yeah. Wow. That's crazy. But yeah, you're right. It is a, it is a really good song. It, it puts you in a good mood. And, and when it comes on, when it comes on, the, on and you watch the video, it just puts you in a good mood. And it, and it, and it, and it, bring, it, it uplifts you. That's why I like, you know, like, it, talking about talking about different styles of music and talking about different different songs with everybody that we sit down with, like the uplifting music. It's all you. There's a pattern with. It's all a lot of uplifting music, and and I feel like that's what we want. We want to keep living basimcha. We want to keep uplifting uplifting ourselves with good music and and good vibes and all sorts of things in order to be basimcha in order to be able to to just keep living life. And and that's why I like about all this music that's coming out nowadays. Like some people, some people say, "Oh, it's not so good." You know, it's like it's too poppy, too this. But you know what? Each person has their own style, and that's kind of what I like about. That's why I like about your music. Like you have like so many different styles. Like your songs range from so many different things. But at the end of the day, it's always it's always it's always positive. Right. Absolutely. You know, it, it, it's cool. It, it it's definitely cool. And I was going to ask you your, the song Hashem Melech on your album. What what's the story behind it? Because it's it's, it's like an English song. It's like a, it has a it's a very deep song, but it's also has has a good sound to it. So what was what was up with that when you were writing that song? So my producer Yitzi Waldner um, yes. and I co-compose a lot of our music. Um, there's just a special chemistry that we have. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's. Uh, He's one of the, he's probably the biggest composer of the last, uh, I don't know, two decades um, in Jewish music. I mean, you name me a big song in the last uh, 10 years and he's probably written it. You know, right. like Eight for Code, he wrote from Shweki or Mamina Benissim. Um, it, the list goes on. And from the oldies, he wrote like, right. you know, some of the, uh, some of the right. hits of the, of the, of the decades. Um, you know, from decades ago. And when we write together, there's just a really special chemistry that we have. So I, I'm not sure how we came uh, upon this concept of, you know, things can be going so well and we can't take it for granted and we can't ever forget where it comes from. And I, I felt you know, very strongly about this message. And um, the lyrics were done by um, Mary Mizraeli, who's a, who's a rock star. She does so many oh, of my yeah. lyrics. She was on our show. She did Machar. She did, uh, she wrote Friends. She wrote Machar. She wrote 
um, Hashem Melech. She wrote so many of my of my lyrics. She's great. Um, Kadei Lahodos more recently. She's so so talented, and we just thought it was a great message. Um, you know that success is not to be taken for granted, and it's not to be you know we should never forget where it comes from and and who to be you know who we need who we need to thank for everything that we have. You know the story of this song is is about a guy who he started out an an office boy, you know, and he built his way up from from just uh, a little office boy to you know the CEO of a company, and he's killing it. And then the next thing you know, um, times get tough, and it's just about perspective and uh, you know remembering what we have and where we get it from, and and never uh, never taking that for granted. You know, it, it's, 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 it's so true. And, it, and it's a song that can, can relate to every single person. You know what I mean? It's not like, you know, right. like some things, like some people, re- some songs resonate with people, with certain people, and some songs resonate with other people. But that's a song that like, if you're, if you're a yid, if you're, if, you know, it resonates with you, with every single person, because you're that guy in the song. And you always have to constantly right. remember right. that. And, and that, that's, right. that's a exactly very right. powerful message. Kudos to you, you know, but, um, I, I was listening to it today and I was like, wow, this, this, this really, this, this hits home, you know, like this hits with everybody because you always have to constantly remember that, that, that Hashem's in control. It's all, it's not up to us. No matter how much, no, how much, no matter how much we're working, no matter what we're doing at the end of the day, it's up to Hashem. It's not up to us. And you mentioned that Miriam writes all your songs. She was on our show and she was, she don't, don't tell anybody. She was one of my favorite, one of my favorite people I ever interviewed. Um, like right. she's got some crazy stories, but she's just so talented at what she does, you know? And, and, and it shows with you guys, with all you guys who she writes for, it really shows. Yeah, certainly. She's amazing. Yeah. Can, it's, it's cool, you know, like to be, to connect with the right people, to be able to, to portray your message, to give over your message. It, it's really, it's really incredible. Um, and yeah, it, it, the power that comes out of Eretz Israel, you know, you mentioned before when we were talking, we were talking before that you used to live in Israel. Well, how long ago was that? So my wife and I, we made Aliyah a year after we got married. You're officially uh, Israeli? We had a little baby. We are Israeli. My wife actually just came back from the consulate yesterday, renewing her Israeli passport. Oh, okay. No, it's okay. I'm also, I'm also. Because, uh, well, say again. I, I said, I said, oy vey, but I said, then again, it's okay. I'm also, I also made Aliyah about 10 years ago. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. Um, we're, we're coming to Israel. Uh, my wife and I are coming to Israel in about a month. I'm doing two concerts. One is in Beit Shemesh. Ooh. And. You gotta get me tickets, yeah. man. And That's where we're at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm a little upset that you didn't hear about it yet. I guess that means that the, the I have ads not are not. Heard about uh, it. Yeah, the ads are, are out, and Baruch Hashem, we almost are half sold out a month before, so I'm very excited. I'm doing another show in Bnei Brak also, which is uh, nice. like an all-men kind of... Where you know, are you doing this show in Bichemish? I did not see anything about this, and I never yeah, leave Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. Hold on. Let me pull up the, uh, the details. I'll tell you what the place is called. Um, here it is. It's called Kibbutz, Kibbutz Tzora. Tzora. Oh, that's next to Beit Shemesh. That's like not. That's not. Yeah. Not, not in Beit Shemesh proper. 
Um, Alvin Free just did a show there. Yes, correct. Cool. Yeah, you got to get us some tickets. You got to get go simple some tickets over here. We'll come through. We'll, we'll come. We'll come out there. We'll do a little video with you. That's pretty fun. Yeah, for sure. Do you? My question yeah, is: do you, come, do you come in on an Israeli passport to avoid all the security? You come on your American passport. Ooh. No, I come on the Israeli passport. That's a, that. That's the smart thing to do. Yeah, when I come to Israel, I go on my Israeli passport. When I come back to America, I go on my U.S. passport. I actually also had to renew mine a couple of months ago. Um, yeah, we made all the uh, eight. Um, how many years ago already? Like eight, something like that. And with Nevesh Benefesh, you know, we were all excited, and um, eh. it was a dream. For, it was a dream for both of us, and we came with our little baby, and then we had another baby in in Yerushalayim, and you know, it was a, it was a, it was a it was a pretty tough three years financially. Um, mm. I didn't have much of a plan. We were just very very passionate about living in Israel. Um, you know, I didn't. Uh, I I. I in, listen, it's all Minashamayim and it's all great yeah. and I have no regrets, but I, I just only wish that I maybe would have planned a little bit better, um, you know, to 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 have, a, you know, a Parnassa lined up. You know, it's definitely something that I recommend to those who want to make Aliyah, which is tremendously chashuv and amazing for anybody that wants to live there. But you got to have a plan, you know, you can't just move to... Uh, oh. To a country if you don't speak fluent Hebrew and expect to have you know Parnassa laid out for you so it was it was a it was a tough three years financially I, I have four brothers that live in Israel still so that oh. was uh helpful but um but yeah after three years we decided uh you know I asked my my Rav who lived in the old city mm -hmm. uh Rav Avram Brandwein his name was oh he was Nifter actually a couple of years uh yeah. a couple of years ago but um, he, you know, he, he told us that we can go back. Mm -hmm. And he gave me bracha and atzlacha and music and told me that I would return one day. So. Um, well, you keep coming back. So that's, that's the story. Well, say again. I said you keep coming back, but for, for, for business purposes. So there you go. Yes. Yeah. Listen, it's, you got to start somewhere. So Baruch Hashem, I came back here. I started dabbling in music, playing, you know. I started from the bottom. I was playing uh, birthday parties and <laughs> and uh, engagement parties and bar mitzvahs and whatever I can do. I, I used to play keyboard and do like one man band. I would. I, I remember schlepping my my speakers and freezing cold, snowy, slushy nights. You right. know, but uh, but I was I was I was rolling up my sleeves. I was working hard. I was working as much as I could, getting out there. And then, you know, one thing led to another. I started doing some weddings. And then um, I decided I want to make an album. Mm -hmm. And then the rest is history. You know, I put out Kaladerach, uh, the album, and Schar Mitzvah was on that album. And, and the song just just went berserk. Thank God. You know, you could never really anticipate uh, a song going going crazy like that. But it was just Matona. You know, Hashem gave me a Matona of a song. And that was, uh, that was the journey. That's really cool. That, that, that's really cool. You know, can I know her? And like you said, you know, everything's Minishamayim. Every, everything, everything is Minishamayim. So, you know, you end up, you start in Israel, you end up back in America. And, but, you know, can I know her? You, your, your music takes off. All your songs are, you're, you know, you're, you're doing, you're doing what you love every day. 
and and it's it's working out for you. So you know, Kanaihara, and it I'm really I'm really happy for you. And it like I said, it's a pleasure to have you on our show with us um, to talk about all this. Now, what's what's the future hold for Mordechai Shapiro aside from these two concerts that are coming up in Israel? But what's the future hold for you? So I'm working on my third album now, again with Yitzhi Waldner, um, who's my producer. Um, you know, it's, it's, there's, there's a lot of stress that comes along with it, you know, um, but it's, it's hopefully due, um, we're hoping for sometime after Pesach, maybe like the Omer time, you know, mm-hmm. when, we, when, we, uh, when we jump back into the music scene after Sphira. Uh, so that's the goal, you know, make change. You know, I know Shirley Meyer actually, Shirley produced my first album, believe it or not. And um, Sully Meyer and, Z- and Avram Zamas produced my first album. And Sully was always against giving like release dates because, you know, I guess he's had so much experience with, with dates fluctuating and changing and changing. So he didn't like to disappoint people. I hear that. Um, right. But I like to set goals. I like to try to stand by goals. So we're hoping for, uh, for you know, after Pesach, like Baomer or, or maybe Shavuos, you know, something around that time. Um, and it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work, you know. Sometimes um, we're in the studio for hours and hours with, mm-hmm. uh, with our engineers, with our arrangers, working on new music. The pressure's on. You know, I gotta outdo my last album and 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 uh, keep putting out quality stuff, catchy, fun. You know, that that people are gonna connect with. So it's 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 definitely you know. There's a lot of pressure, but it's a good pressure, and it's and I'm able to do, uh, you know, I, I love it. So it's it's worth the pressure. Um, so yeah, that's the next uh, that's the next big thing for me. And obviously, I'll be working on music videos, you know, to come along with the with the album release. And uh, yeah, that's that's the next few months. That's really cool and really impressive. It's funny because like you're into albums. Like I've had a number of people we've talked to, it's like singles all the way, you know, like that's like, that's the way to do it. It's like, it seems like a big divide between, between the musicians of what's the best avenue to go. But it seems like albums really work well for you and they're very receptive. And, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Right. I mean, like, yeah, like you said, I've, I've been doing, I've really been doing both. Um, I, I feel like albums are very important. Like I said, you know, when you present somebody with one track, so yes, there's a lot more spotlight on that one track when you put out a single on YouTube, which I've been doing, you know, like Friends, Kedei Lahodos, um, The Yachad was a, was a single, which, was, which, which did incredibly uh, well. Um, but at the same time, if people don't like that track, you know, when you, when you put forth an album, so it really gives people a chance to, to listen to a whole, a whole journey of music. And some people connect more with slower vibes and some people connect more with this dance song or that song or, or a more emotional, like Hashem Elech, deep kind of song. So I really, I'm really in favor of both. I don't think, you know, there's one way to, uh, to make it. I think they're both important. Um, an occasional single that, that just has all the spotlight on it right. um, without the surroundings of an album. But at the same time, every couple of years, you need an album. Yeah. You know, so. 100%. So I, I got one last question for you. 
what's your favorite song out of all the out of all of them that you've composed sang or or just or just even even stuff that's that no one knows about what's your favorite song that you've ever come up with my favorite song i guess out of out of my last two albums and singles included um probably probably be yachad um you know some nice. some songs i some songs i write some songs i buy you know i, I sit with composers so be yachad i wrote myself um the lyrics were done by miriam israeli i wrote the melody and i feel very connected to that song i i think i don't i don't i don't recall having you know i i wasn't really sure you know how well the song would do um and I was just, I was ecstatic about, about the, the, the way people received the Yachad. Um, I mean, the song is obviously, you know, was, was sponsored by Yachad, the organization, who deals yeah. with children, you know, with disabilities. And their number one motto is inclusion, right. and including them in, in every way possible. They include them, in the, you know, in camp, a lot of camps have the Yachad, uh, the organization Yachad. Um, bunks, you know, that are kind of included in the camp, um, and schools, and 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 Yachad has many, you know, many many events going on throughout the year, and this idea of inclusion was just such a special message. I mean, some of the lyrics in that song, when I'm singing them on stage, even though it's such a high energy song, and, and I'm jumping around and I'm sweating, they still bring me to, to tears. Um, you know, I'm trying to think of some of the lyrics that uh, that really get me going. Um, yeah, on that one, I I, I, I really know, like that song. So the second verse, we you know, I like to ride my bike and I enjoy a hike. I play piano and I sing. Obviously, it's talking about how everybody has passions and everybody has things that they like and 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 things that they don't like. And um, I play piano and I sing. I love my family, but sometimes I'd rather be alone alone away from everything. Everybody needs some right. alone time. And some, you know, it's talking about how we and those with disabilities have very similar likes and dislikes. Um, you know, I love when people see the good I have in me. Um, I'm just trying to think because it's hard for me. I'm not singing it. Oh, I like I when know. people see the good I have in me. We all can give it our way. Let's spread the love around. Our differences don't count. Let's make the world a better place so those words are so powerful to me that we all have what we can give to the world in our own unique way and hashem gave us special talents and abilities to to influence others in the world and we or those with disabilities have the same you know we're, we're given these unique uh talents to give back to the world and Together we can make the world a better place. So that song is very, very special to me, and it's um, when I do it in concert, it's just it never gets old. I, you know, people ask me, "Do you ever get sick of singing your own songs all the time?" You know, I say, "Never, ever, ever." What? How? How can I take for granted how lucky I am to be able to do what I love day in, day out, and perform for people and try to bring joy to people? You know, whether it's on stage or whether it's uh, you know, in other ways, um, right. you know, people in the, listening in their car or people 
I mean, I've heard some crazy stories. I, I don't like to publicly, uh, you know, brag about any of these stories, but I just, I'm humbled by, by, you know, by the fact that I learned that, that I, I learned daily, weekly, how people are affected by music. I mean, it's, it, yeah. it still hits me every, it's it, more and more. And, and I'm, I do this for a living, but, yep. and I love music and I'm very deep and, and very serious about music. And, but I, I'm, I'm, it's just mind boggling how people are, are transformed by music. Somebody told me that, that her husband lost his job and was sitting at home for weeks, miserable, trying to find work. And my music uplifted him and it, and it, and it gave him, it gave him energy to, to keep trying and keep looking for another job and until he did. And he'll never forget that the, my music gave him that. And th to me, I, I mean, there's, there's no way to describe that, that, uh, that feeling, you know? No, for sure. And you know what? Part, part of why I like doing this, part of like why I love ho run, hosting the show is because I get to hear stuff like that. You know, last week we had Joey Newcomb on the show and he was talking about some of the same stories like you just told me, like it's, it's unreal. And then when I had Miriam on the show, she was telling me some stories exactly like that. Just like unreal experiences and unreal things that happen. And we see the koach of music that it really has and why it's such a kosher thing, why it's such a holy and special thing and it's just like, right it's it's amazing it's really really yeah. we were talking about amazing. this friend the song friends before and somebody messaged me on instagram that they know of, of they they know i mean firsthand of somebody that was fighting with uh with a friend a very close friend of theirs and they mm -hmm. weren't talking for a while and when they heard this song friends they called up their friend and said, listen to this song. Let's put an end to this fight. Wow. And uh, I was just, I was blown away by this. I'm blown away by this kind of story. I mean, I put my heart and soul and my sweat and tears into all my music, but, but to hear that kind of, that kind of, that, that kind of response is, is, it's really mind blowing. So you know, I'm definitely in a, in a special business and um, I try never to take it for granted. I feel very blessed. And uh Hashem. Baruch Hashem. Wow. You know, it's funny. You mentioned like before that your whole family's musical and, and in your song, you know, it's saying we can all sing Biachat. I thought it was kind of cute. Maybe did you ever realize that, that, you know, your whole family could sing Biachat, Yachat. Your whole family sings. Your yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Eh. I mean, growing up, my, my Shabbos table was, uh, was filled with, uh, with music and harmonies. And, you know, it's, it's, it definitely gave me a lot of what I have, you know, growing up in a home where everybody knows harmonies and everybody, uh, and everybody can sing from my oldest sister down to my, my brother who's two years older than me, uh, older than I, actually. And, um, yeah, it's, it, was, it was special growing up in a house like that, you know? That's awesome. Wow. That, that, that's really cool. You know, that, that's also surreal. You know, and, and you, you don't, you, you can't, not everybody gets that, that experience, but can I know her? And it seems like it really rubbed off on you and had tremendous effect and look at you now. Oh, Hashem. Well, Mordecai, yep, yep, yep. it was a, it was an honor and a pleasure to finally sit down with you and go behind the scenes of with you on in your musical career and your journey and how you've accomplished so much in, in what you're doing 
and I wish you continued Hatzlacha in it. And you should, always, you should always be happy doing what you're doing. Always continue to do what you do and entertain us with, the, with those songs and with those cool dance moves, man. Like, just, just keep grooving. Just keep dancing. You're the dancer. Thank you very much, brother. Thanks for, sure. for having me on the show. I appreciate it. It was a blast. For sure. And uh, can't wait to do it again. Bezrat Hashem. Continue that. Continue giving us those good vibes, my friend. All the best. Thank you very much. All the best. Sure. Kalta. You've just listened to another wonderful episode of Go Simcha the Podcast. For more news, updates, and information on our next episode, like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram at Go Simcha Live. And don't forget to check out the show notes and videos on www.gosimcha.com along with zeradio.com. Thanks for listening, and remember, Go Simcha!